0: This morning on the 3rd hour of today, Hollywood icon Judy Garland through the eyes of her granddaughter her life, career and the impact she's had on her family. Plus, home sweet home. Meet the sisterhood of women who found a special way to support each other during a new chapter in their lives. At Fire Up the Grill. Or Nachos? That's right. Phil the Grill Johnson is making cheesy, delicious brisket nachos. You had me a cheesy. Today, Monday, May 30th, 2022. From Studio 1A in Rockefeller Plaza, this is the third hour of today. Good morning everybody. <laughs> Welcome to the third hour of today on this Memorial Day, a day we honor the military the military men and women and and all those who gave their lives in service, and we want to say thank yes. you to all those mm-hmm. who serve now
1: and, and their
0: families. Absolutely, uh, yes. I'm Al, along with Chanel, Craig, Dylan. We've got a, I think, a great hour lined up for you with some memorable stories that we brought to you earlier this year on the mm-hmm. third. You, well, you sounded a little incredulous there. You said, "I think." I mean, we got. I, well, you know what? That's uh, yes. a, that's, a, that's a my opinion. Your, no. opinion. Yes. your humble opinion. opinion. I will allow the folks at home to make the judgment once You're the hour is up. He was
2: always done. shocked. He was just kind of leading it open to interpretation. Oh, your
0: husband's calling at the same yeah. time. My mama yeah, was mom, Wow!
2: Your what's going, going on? Too. I don't know. Oh, hey. I forgot to mention that we were doing. And so, today, so First, though,
0: <laughs> Memorial Day—the unofficial start to summer. Also, a big weekend for getaways. Yeah. And if you travel this weekend, you are probably not alone. Mm-hmm. That's right. According to AAA travel data, bookings for flights, rental cars, cruises, hotels for this holiday are up 122. Wow.
2: Isn't even a real percent. number. Wow. understand how you can be
1: above 100% in
2: anything.
0: Just, well, if the number's bigger than the other. You're a meteorologist. You no, I know, math is, is one of your,
1: Wow. But I also think, and we all recognize that we've been, you know, we've had to stay home yes. for so long.
0: So pent-up demand. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, here's, here's interesting. I, I think the top destinations for Memorial Day this year, according yeah. to AAA bookings for flights, tours, car rentals, that's number one, Orlando, mm-hmm. Florida. I not, not, uh, uh, not a surprise. Seattle, Washington. That's interesting. Really? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Miami, Florida. Not a surprise. Las Vegas. Here's the surprise to me, Anchorage, Alaska, Anchorage. which is gorgeous, beautiful. Wow. I mean, uh, the gateway to. I wonder to if that
2: has anything to do with cruises. There's a lot of cruises yes, that go I'm up sure through Anchorage, yeah. and you know, people haven't been able to <coughs> cruise in yeah. so long. And, and right. I
1: think people are ready for something new. Mm-hmm. You know, during COVID, right. like, okay, you know what? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to do something. far some... away from home Just and try try something. Alaska <laughs> is gorgeous. Yeah.
3: Favorite way to travel? Ooh. It depends yeah. on whether I'm traveling with the kids or without the kids, <laughs> yes. and how far we're going. But if it's a drivable distance with the kids. I like to drive. Yeah, because you've got your car. Yes. You're ready to Yeah, go. yeah we like that. How about you?
2: I guess I like to fly, mostly because anywhere I would really want to travel to uh-huh. would be a really long car trip. i say flight.
0: You know, How about you? So if if I've got the time, I'd like the train. I love really? to yeah. train, you. know, it's just kind of well. Nice. That's what
2: you used to do back in the day, right? That's right.
0: Before the Iron Horse, you know, before the before you know, no, before the the flying the, the flying plane. That's right. Stands that's up. right. Stand all right. Well, I didn't see that coming. I well, I no, that I either? did. I saw it. Oh, I was just. It, was, it wasn't when. It wasn't when. Yeah. It, if it was you, when. You
2: know my brain. I and do,
0: and jokes. I go up there with a pistol and a whip. Uh, besides travel, a lot of travel gatherings going on this summer. So here's a question that's posed to the Washington Post Manners column. Okay. I like what, that column. Yeah. What do you do? You're hosting folks. Somebody, one of your guests brings their own guest no one's doing that. without All letting they you know. People do that time. Not at my house.
2: Yeah. Maybe I'm not inviting I just
3: them. feel like that's typical no, for, around not. the country. I mean, well, it depends. Yeah, I mean, it's I mean, You're it's also
2: a big hoster, though. You host, like, big gatherings. We a do. lot. We yeah. do.
1: But and yeah. then I think some so people just assume, oh, it's one more person. Exactly. Right. Yeah.
0: I, th- yeah. I think it depends on the party. It depends, I depends mean, if it's exactly a backyard just get-together. Right. Yeah. Like, if you're one hosting
1: one, it, it's going to be, like, swankadelic with, like, you know, fancy napkins.
0: My, That's not true.
1: Are you kidding me? That is not true. Have you ever hosted a party that wasn't swankadelic? We
3: wouldn't know
0: because we've never been I've invited. Never been
3: invited, but
1: I just did not even
2: invite us to. The party. You we been,
3: can't bring extra had, guests if we're had, not even you invited. Had, you have been out for dinner. Oh, that's right. That's true. right. You've been invited.
2: You have. I know we weren't invited.
3: You I were invited. invited. I have not been invited. You have
1: been invited. You
3: never invited out of your house. Is that that of true? Oh, wait a you know you're right that's a long story. We were going to invite you for something that we couldn't. We couldn't how do. many
1: years have y'all known each other? I'm,
2: and I'm he's never that. been
1: invited in your
3: front I'm, door. I'm for your front that. In
2: all fairness, though, you don't live that close, exactly. so it's a commitment.
3: But to, to, to the previous I point, though, <laughs> I got a car. Now oh, you're, you're coming woody, over. You're to, to, to. the previous point, though, I I don't think if someone showed up for Thanksgiving, yeah, and they brought somebody, yeah, okay. that's different. That's different. Back in. anyway. So Memorial
0: Day weekend, first of several weekends for hosting barbecues. Uh, When you flip the burger, we had Matt Abdu on uh, uh, last week making burgers. And he said the one big problem that people do is they they press down the burger Mm -hmm. too much and flip it too
3: much. I'm you were at my house last year. Do you remember you came that was out? House, no, that was for a story. That was for, for a work. story.
0: Yes, yeah. so, Nice kind of He's still stuck on you. that. So I, so I'm you ashamed a, of myself. He should be. Like a pit master in Texas told the website MASH, a lot of folks flip their steaks too much because they're afraid it's going to charge. See, I think one good cook.
2: flip. That's like, all you Like, you get, get it do. seared on the That's one side, you do. And do. flip it once. Same with the burger. And take it off before you really think it's ready. That's right. Because I always leave it on a little too long. Because it's going to cook
0: for another five minutes after you take it off. But we don't have burgers or steak. But we do have Brian here with some ribs. So, ribs? These are from oh, Matt Abdu. No, really? That's right. Last Our, the the aforementioned okay. Abdu. No, he sent these over.
2: Mm. Mm, and they oh, are God. good. I love You ribs. cannot
0: have ribs or backyard barbecue without the drink of the summer. Uh-huh. They say the drink so of the summer, bring it on in. What is it? Is the, the dirty Shirley. Ooh, what's that? New York oh, Times man. says this could That's be good. the drink of the summer.
2: I will say when I was pregnant... With all my kids, the Shirley Temple was what I would always get. Well, and it's a about Shirley time Temple. We added vodka to the Shirley Temple. It's made oh, that
0: with vodka, is? grenadine,
2: and sprite. And
3: sprite. Oh,
2: that is yes. delicious.
3: Now, compare that.
0: More information on these ribs. <laughs> yes, they're Matt Abdus, and he's got his new Pig Beach cookbook out. So really? this was this was the drink of the summer, wow. 2019. This was your drink of the summer but last year. New York Times said it was. Well, 2019, the Aperol <laughs> Spritz. I don't think so I'll let's So we're going to compare? I
2: love the Dirty Shirley. Let's try mm-hmm. this one. Okay, this, this is the Dirty it's be Shirley. It's going to
0: sour. Yeah.
1: What what is, so that's, what's so bitter in there? It's kind of bitter.
0: That's he it, loves it. It, it complements your Dirty Shirley's. nice. No, something I want the vodka in there. That could be dangerous. You know
3: Man,
1: you so, guys are amazing. Our this is the here. Aperol
0: Spritz. This is the Aperol. Aperol, Prosecco,
1: and Klop Soda. Aperol.
0: So, apérol bitter? Katie Starling. Yeah. It's a little oh, bit of a. It's, a, it's okay. an aperitivo, like a, you know,
3: oh. an aperitif, and very nice. This is worth, my Aper-Tivo You know what? I think you should do. Like I think what? you should mix the dirty Shirley with the apérol spritz. Well,
1: why don't you oh. do that and get your stomach ache, and then let us know how it works no, this out. This isn't bad at all.
0: <laughs> well, this while we really go, good. we're gonna keep eating. But why don't <laughs> no. you read to, to the commercial? Oh, we gotta yeah. go to commercial. Please, so we
1: have some Just good stories for you this morning. Just ahead, Dad's
3: got this. It's a group that's changing lives by giving men a lesson in fatherhood. <clears throat> I'm good. That's just... lesson It's also good. Uh, then later, Judy Garland's granddaughter on her life, on her career, and the impact that she has had on her family. The third hour of today, mouths full and all, right back after this. Dude, dude So
1: good.
4: visibility at Indeed.com slash today. Just go to Indeed.com slash today right now and support this show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash today. Conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
3: We are back with Dad's Got This and we recently shined a light on an organization in Chicago that's teaching men of color about important lessons about fatherhood and over the years they have helped hundreds of young dads thrive.
5: It was kind of like watching my daughter being born was like me being reborn. She came out and I had to cut that umbilical cordon. I think the skin to scared moment is what got me with my baby girl. I just didn't want to miss anything. That's all that was racing through my mind. I don't want to miss anything. After this moment, I want to be so locked in and so for them.
3: This group of Chicago area dads are alumni of the Dovetail Project, a 12-week fatherhood program for young black and Latino dads ages 17 to 24. Now, in its 12th year, the organization was started by Southside native Sheldon Smith. Sheldon, let's let's start from the beginning. Just tell me about your childhood and where you were reared. Being a young boy from the South Side of Chicago.
5: Growing up in a community called Woodlawn, I am the middle child of five children. Both of my parents were 18 when they had me. And so my dad being in and out of my life at the age of 18, him struggling being a young father, it affected him, but it really affected me too as well. And I was a knucklehead. I got in trouble, was a bad kid in school, missing that first male role model that so many of us get an opportunity to to have in our lives at a very young age. And so that, that led me up. Uh, a a path of
3: hanging with kids that, that I had no business hanging with. At 17, Sheldon was arrested for armed robbery and charged as an adult, a crime that could have sent him away for a maximum sentence of 30 years. So the judge wind up dropping
5: it from armed to aggravated, and he gave me probation. And so Judge Timothy Egan, who I haven't had a chance to thank since I was 17 years old, I want to thank him today
3: for giving me that second chance. After Sheldon's brush with the law, he completed high school and went off to college. During his freshman year, he found out he was becoming a father. That moment in time of her being born at 5.36 p.m. in the afternoon,
5: um, me calling my mom and crying and taking that moment in and really thinking about life at that moment of, you know, she's not going to see me. She'll never know me. Um, But uh, but God had a different plan. Here I am in, in front of you today and speaking to the world about the great work that I've been able to do thus far.
3: Great work indeed. After his daughter, Jada, was born, Sheldon launched the Dovetail Project. He was just 21 years old. The organization has supported more than 500 young Black and Latino dads through its fatherhood curriculum. The fathers meet once a week in a classroom setting and separately with case managers where they focus on job development.
6: What is your outlook on fatherhood, considering
5: those of you that didn't have a father around. It just made me want to be there more. Like, whatever sacrifices I got to take necessary, I'm
3: willing to do that. Darius Miles graduated from the program in 2013. He has five children and is currently in school to become a paramedic.
5: It was tough just being in a program full of guys that you don't know, different walks of life, but we all kind of shared the same goal. Um, We was yearning for a new beginning, yearning for direction in, in, in our fatherhood program when we didn't have... Any at all. The challenges that we face in this community, it's just not having somebody to kind of back you up, you know? Um, yeah, we, we, we are men and, and we're taught to do it yourself and, and do, it, do it on your own, but
3: ultimately we need help as well, you know? Are you also creating a, a fraternity of, of fathers yeah. as well? I would imagine that a lot of the guys who come to the program, they, they probably stay in touch. When a young man runs up to you and he's like, "Man, do you remember me? I graduated
5: in 2017. I'm doing something great with my life, Sheldon. Like it didn't go to waste." And you stand in that moment and you just like, "Is he talking about me? Is this the Dovetail Project? Is what he's talking about?" So I'm, I'm just, I'm honored.
3: The honor is ours, and uh, keep on doing God's work. And uh, I'm glad you got that second chance. You didn't, you didn't waste it. Definitely. No I'm a big fan of Sheldon. Yeah. By the way, Sheldon is hoping to expand Dovetail, uh, Dovetail Project's footprint in Chicago in the next few years with a larger space. He also hopes to eventually help dads with housing and job resources. Oh, and by the way, Dovetail, Sheldon yes. and, and the fathers, they were recently in yes. New York City. saw them at the window. Oh, that's right. Took the pictures with oh, them. They were in town to yeah. ring the bell at the New York that's Stock Exchange. Yes. Oh, good for them. So uh, head over to today.com for more information on the Dovetail Project and other stories From our dad's got this series. That's a great
1: series. All right, just ahead Judy Garland, through the eyes of her granddaughter, her life, career, and the impact she's had on her family. And then later, a sisterhood of women brought together by divorce, how they came together to create a unique support system. We'll be right back. This morning, our series, Generation Today, a Hollywood icon through the eyes of her granddaughter Judy Garland she would have turned 100 this year
2: her granddaughter Vanessa O'Neill never had the chance to meet the legendary actress but Judy Garland's legacy lives on through her family
7: I'm in awe even being her own granddaughter I'm so impressed and blown away that this four foot 11 little woman has this humongous Boy.
2: Being Dorothy in The Wizard of Oz is her most legendary role, but for Judy Garland, being a grandmother may have been the role she most desired. Her excitement was seen on the Today Show back in 1967 as she sat with her two children, Lorna and Joe.
8: Looking forward to being a grandmother? That's going to happen one of these can't days. Can't wait. Really?
9: I can't wait. I'll let, I want her to have a baby immediately, and then she can see the baby for only 25 minutes and then I'll be a babysitter
7: makes me tear up a little just
2: hearing that because obviously we didn't get to see her in vanessa O'Neill's home judy is known as triple g as she would now be a great grandma to vanessa's two young sons
10: you're a great singer
2: to the world judy is an icon of hollywood's golden era starring in more than 31 films like a star is born easter parade with fred astaire and meet me in st louis She was also a Broadway legend and an acclaimed recording artist who was the first woman to win a Grammy for album of the year. really incredible how she paved the way for so many other women down the line. I always say that I have such
7: strong women in my family who aren't afraid to speak up and be their most authentic self and I know
2: that that sometimes isn't probably easy but I hope to pass that along to my kids. For Vanessa's family, Judy's ruby slippers are some big shoes to fill. When did it register with you? that your grandmother was somebody truly special.
7: I must have been about five or six and my mom was performing in Vegas and I saw, you know, like my grandma on top of the slot machines like (laughs) burning,
2: like a huge (laughs) bottle of her. Vanessa credits her mother, actress and singer Lorna Luft with keeping her grandmother's memory alive. I watched my mom
7: perform so much of my grandmother's music
2: you know live and sitting in the wings. Lorna wrote about life with Judy in her memoir me and my shadows 1998 saying of Judy everything I know about being a good mother to my children I learned from her. What traits would you say have have been passed down through the generations to you?
7: I definitely think our sense of humor (laughs) it's it's a huge huge part of our personality to make things fun and funny but also to get through hard times.
9: I like to laugh, I like to have a
1: bag of popcorn, go on a rollercoaster mm-hmm. now and then. But behind the lights and stage,
2: Judy was often troubled and struggled with addiction. Did your mom ever talk with you about the bad sides or the downsides that fortunately your grandmother went through? Not until
7: I got a little bit like of age. I do have the addiction gene myself. I'm seven years sober. And I really do feel like it's a genetic
2: trait in my family. Vanessa's grandmother suffered with her own condition in silence Judy Garland died of a drug overdose in 1969 at the young age of 47.
7: My grandma was living in a time where there really wasn't much help. You know there was not AA and these programs and people didn't really know what what addiction was.
2: Vanessa bypassed show business altogether, and today is a personal trainer and nutrition coach.
7: The health and wellness industry has helped me so much, not only with my physical health and body image, but my mental health, 1,000%.
2: Her home is in Southern California with her husband, Patrick, their five-year-old son, Logan, and a brand new baby boy, Kieran, who was just born somewhere under the rainbow, a sign Vanessa says that Judy was there. You could see behind
7: the little bassinet that my son was in, Sure enough, just a big rainbow right there. And it really makes you feel like, hey, like you are sending me a sign. Thank you
2: cannot believe the rainbow that she uh-huh. captured um, when her baby was born this baby is the fourth great-grandchild for Judy Vanessa's brother Jesse also has two children it's pretty cool
0: yeah well just ahead they broke barriers and made history finally receiving the recognition they deserve the story behind the only all-female all African American overseas military unit in World War two. Then, in she made it. How two friends created a bubbly business that's really poppin'. Third hour today, I'll be right back.
3: This morning, we are celebrating a trailblazing group of women, the only all-female,
0: all-African-American military unit overseas from World War II. That's right. They had one mission, to get the male to and from the troops on the front lines. And nearly eight decades later, the women of the 6888 finally are being recognized. 1945. The United States and its allies were in the throes of World War II fighting battles across Europe and the Pacific. At home, a different fight was being waged as segregation in our nation continued. Despite that, millions of African-Americans registered for the draft or volunteered out of a sense of patriotism with the hope for a chance at greater opportunities. 99-year-old Corporal Lena King was one of them, remembering enlisting after a good friend was shot down in battle. What were you expecting? when you joined up?
9: I was expecting to do something that would be helpful in the war. I felt that I needed to contribute something.
10: So this is your mom. Yes, this is my
0: beautiful mom. James Marshall's mother, specialist Odessa Taylor Marshall, who passed in 2017, also joined the service around the same time.
10: Born in 1923 in Stan, Tennessee. So anytime you can get out of Tennessee or out the South, you just run with the occasion to get out to get a better life.
0: Both women serving in an army unit that would make history, the 688 Central Postal Directory Battalion, the only all-female, all-African-American unit selected to go overseas during World War II. This hand-picked battalion set sail for Europe on February 3rd, 1945. Their mission to sort and route thousands of pieces of undelivered mail to U.S. troops that had been sitting for more than two years. When you got to the warehouse in Birmingham, what did you see it must have been pretty daunting.
9: It was there were just sacks of unopened mail and some had been gnawed by rats and so on and so forth. Ten airplane hangers were stacked floor to ceiling with canvas bags.
0: They developed a system of sorting with 3 8-hour shifts running 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. The 6888 Postal Battalion motto, what was it?
9: No mail, low no morale.
0: <laughs> Specialist Marshall's son James is also passionate about the battalion's role, especially being a Vietnam veteran himself.
10: Have you guys ever been in the military away from home and you don't hear from anybody? The mail is just as important as a glass of water. The mail is important as a meal.
0: The Army estimated the 855 members would take six to nine months to finish the mission, first in England, then on to France. They completed it in half the time.
9: We had promised that we could do it, get it done, so we had to keep our promise. You know?
0: <laughs> Sorting approximately 17 million pieces of mail by war's end. And while they were celebrated in Europe, for some, the return home to the states wasn't quite as welcoming.
9: I think our own motivation was to feel that we were making a contribution. We wanted to show proof that we loved our country, even if they didn't love us back, you know, all the time.
0: Odessa Taylor Marshall never speaking about her service, and her son only finding out more than 50 years after the war. I understand that one time you saw your mom in uniform and you thought that maybe she was a Girl Scout leader.
10: Well, either Girl Scout or she was working for the Salvation Army, because that's the only time (laughs) I have seen women in uniform.
0: Today, James has made it his life's work to honor these women, including his mom, through educating the community.
10: This was the real deal. She really did it. And before she passed, he says, I want you to have my collection.
0: Did your mom know that you were going to get this story out and, and honor her legacy?
10: Oh, she sure did. I said, I'm going to teach it, and it's going to be the most valuable exhibit that I will display as an outreach.
0: As for Lena, reflecting on her time with the 6888, continues to give her pride 77 years later.
9: Although we didn't have guns, it was a moral victory, so we were able to connect Families give people a reason to know what they were out there fighting for.
0: And guys, since that story aired, is so terrific. Congress awarded the women, the surviving women, and all the others of the six triple eight the Congressional Gold Medal. So well deserved. deserved. Yes.
2: All right, well, now we are going to turn to a sisterhood that is redefining what it means to be a family.
1: I recently had a chance to talk with four women who amid the pandemic, divorces, and loss found healing and happiness by taking a house-sized leap of faith.
11: At any given moment, I have people I can talk to, laugh with. We do a lot of laughing
1: (laughs) Heron Hopper, Leandra Nicola, Holly Harper and Jen Jacobs all say they found their dream home here in Tacoma Park, Maryland, but for them it's not just about location, it's about living together kids and all they go out and practice their flips on the trampoline and it's just the most fun. The idea for this full house came from Holly and Heron close friends who went through divorces at the same time.
11: Holly and I really just said, why not? We yeah. were in individual apartments. We were kind of tired of paying rent and yeah. dealing with the logistics of being single parents.
12: My marriage ended and then I had a like, couple of really significant losses. And then in early 2020, my dad died. Just like, my life was burned to the ground. And so I could turn to Heron and say, we ha- I have, I literally have nothing left. Let's just do this.
1: They started searching, finding the perfect house on day one and closing in June of 2020. They just needed more people to share it with. I posted in the neighborhood
12: listserv, hey, two single moms bought this house. You know, we have a basement unit for rent. Leandra messaged right away and said, I want in.
1: Leandra, tell me about that decision then. Part of just trying to find a way to like have a stable place to
11: live as a single mom and then had all the perks of like this amazing built-in support.
1: System. <laughs> then Holly and Heron's friend, Jen, also moved in. The pandemic had been, what, six months into it, and I was just not feeling in a good place and just feeling really cut off. And then finally in October of 2020, that was my
2: decision. Like, I, I got to get out.
1: So, how is the place set up? Do you each have your own? kitchen and bathrooms.
11: It's a four unit building uh, so there's a front door and from there you access directly sort of Holly's unit upstairs is mine and then on top of mine is Jen's and then you can go to the
1: basement and access Leandra's. The four split the cost of household expenses and hold monthly meetings to talk business or about any conflicts which they say are rare. This is probably a loaded question but for, for those of us who are married we're like Oh, how does that work? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Sometimes I'll joke with my husband that I need a wife, like you know, I need somebody like help me. Like I just need, you know.
12: The simplest example is every Monday night is garbage night, and only probably once a month do I do it because someone else has done it. And it's like, oh my god, I live with women.
1: (laughs) Well, they say it takes a village, and you guys actually have created your own village, right?
11: I hang out with their children then they'll hang out with mine.
12: I can just say, hey, I'm going to go for a run. And there's always a grown
1: up Mm -hmm. on site. They've even given their home a name, Siren House, after the mythical female creature. Siren is a form of sort of
11: feminist power. We're building a community that we sort of have the siren song, so we bring people
1: together. Case in point, Leandra and Jen.
12: They fell in love. And now they're together. It's, it's true. Wait, is this for real? Like seriously? Yes. yes. So, I, one night they, I was
2: nope. hanging no, no, out. I'm, I'm not the whole not thing. thing. I was just it's saying just so. one night. I, can
1: I go on the record and please have the movie rights to this true like <laughs> Not only that, the women also helped Leandra open a cafe nearby called Main Street Pearl. To be in a place where you can like really trust. It.
11: The people around you who are gonna always have
1: you it's like that's i mean that is something that i didn't know i could ever have so is there anything you want people to know about what
12: you've learned from this experience you can do whatever you want yeah. <laughs> burn the rule book of life and just look at it differently. I love that you guys are living
1: fearlessly.
11: I think that the big takeaway for me is that there is sort of unconditional love. I could be my worst self, I could be my best self, they see me for who I am and it's all okay. Mm
1: Holly and Heron said they've actually invested in another house where they're hoping to create a similar home for women. And for this story and more like it, you can check out our new American Family series on today.com. I remember when we first ran this story and we put it on social media, yeah. it exploded. Oh, there okay. were women all around the country. It's such a good saying, idea. Wait a minute. We want to team up and you know <laughs> yeah. do this together too. So Taking, there's a need. Right.
3: Taking lemons, yes. making lemonade. Absolutely. Uh coming up, it's She Made It. Jim Martin introduces us to two friends enjoying a taste of success. What inspired them to create their own bubbly business? And then later with the name Phil the Grill, you know it's gotta be good, right? Mm. Phil the Grill's gonna share his recipe for brisket nachos. Ooh. We'll be right back.
1: Yum.
5: Hey guys, Willie Geist here, reminding you to check out the Sunday Sit-Down Podcast. On this week's episode, I get together with Chris Pine to talk about a career that has taken him from Star Trek to Wonder Woman, and now the new film he wrote, directed, and stars in called Pool Man. You can get our conversation for free wherever you download your podcasts.
12: Hi everyone, I'm Jenna Bush Hager from Today with Hoda and Jenna and the Read with Jenna Book Club. There's nothing I love more than sharing my favorite reads with all of you, except maybe talking to the exceptional authors behind these stories. And that's what I'll be doing on my podcast, Read with Jenna. I'll be introducing you to some of my favorite writers. These conversations will leave you feeling inspired
1: and entertained. To start listening, just search Read with Jenna wherever you get your podcasts. We are back with a she made it that's worthy of a toast today lifestyle and commerce contributor
2: Jill Martin spoke with 2 women behind a company that's all about besties and bubbles. It wasn't about sitting at the big boys table and it was about really recreating our own and making
8: sure there is a safe space for BIPOC individuals in this industry for their voices to be heard for their product to be drank.
13: Before becoming entrepreneurs, Oakland, California natives and best friends Erica Davis and Catherine Carter enjoyed their girls' night out together.
8: We went through our party phase and then we tried to still stay connected as like you get into adulthood more, you, you adulting. And we had like our date nights, and it was always around sparkling wine. As women and as women of color, mm-hmm. we're told we like sweet, we like pink, and that wasn't really either of our palettes. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you'll walk into a tasting room and you're not sure. What you should ask for, or you just take what's given to you.
13: Feeling inspired, the friends got to work on a business plan for an approachable, affordable, sparkling wine subscription service. You must have had the best time testing. But I mean, do you have like one night that stood out that you were tasting so many? You're like, I have to stop.
2: I'm not gonna talk about that. <laughs> if we had one of those nights,
13: in January 2020, the SIP website went live with Erica and Catherine bootstrapping the business until their first round of venture capital investment. So, what is the SIP? We
8: curate boxes around sparkling wine directly to your door. You get two to three champagnes and a tasting guide that really talks to you about your palate and what you like, and then we give you recommendations towards those as well. Right around this time, the pandemic hit. We saw people not being able to celebrate birthdays, anniversaries uh, with people across the country. And what a lot of corporations are trying to do is keep their people happy, make sure that they are still connected, virtual happy hours, and the SIP is able to help in
13: all of those capacities. Did you take a moment and just say like, wow, let's be proud of ourselves for a second. I mean, this was not easy. We tried. (laughs)
8: When you first started, we have Slack. And it was like <laughs> one cell having like, did you see it? A cell came through. And then when we started growing, I actually had to
13: mute the channel because it was <laughs> like ding 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 all the time. So you get your first few cells, you're listening for the ding. Mm-hmm. But I know there's a funny story around your first corporate order.
8: Google was like our first biggest, it our biggest order, a thousand boxes. And it was really hard to figure out the operational side of how to pack a thousand boxes and how to make them all feel different. But for us, it was probably the most creative time we could get. There was a time where I knew every subscriber's name. <laughs>
13: Today, with over 15,000 customers and nearly $2 million in sales, The Sip certainly has a lot to celebrate. What advice would you have for anybody in your position who wants to start a company? A lot of people
8: sometimes want to own a business because they don't want to do their 9 to 5. And this is way more than a 9 to 5. What makes something successful is when you keep at it and you're consistent Mm -hmm. and you work hard, but you're only willing to do that when you actually care.
2: Love it. The sip ships to nearly all 50 states. Also, Erica and Catherine have a program called Take a Sip, Give a Sip for every purchase through the sip. They donate 16 ounces of clean water to the East Oakland Community Project. That is cool. cool. Yeah. Very nice.
0: Coming up next, something to wow our backyard barbecue guests Phil the Grill Johnson showing us how to make meaty, cheesy brisket nachos. Oh, Third hour of today, will be
1: right back. Brisket nachos.
3: So, of course, Memorial Day, one of the biggest barbecue days of the year. But this morning, we're not cooking hot dogs or hamburgers. Phil the Grill Johnson, pitmaster and owner of Trap House Barbecue in Phoenix, Arizona, he's going to show us how to make his brisket nachos. Take it away, Phil.
6: Yo, what's going on? How y'all doing out there in the studio? This is Phil the Grill, and I'm out here doing brisket nachos. This is a great barbecue treat. It's very easy, very easy to learn. There's a couple of things that I do homemade. It is a cilantro lime sour cream that I put on. And basically it's a squeeze of lime, some cilantro. Put that in a blender with some sour cream. Let that run for a little bit. A nice creamy texture, that's all you need. Another hit on my brisket nachos is pickled onions, red pickled onions. Little vinegar, a little bit of sugar, a little bit of salt. Let that sit overnight and you'll get some nice red pickled onions. Yes. Yes. Now, the one thing a lot of people don't know about is pico de gallo, right? All you need is like, i like to use Roma tomatoes. Get some Roma tomatoes. Dice up maybe like two, depending on your party size, right? Then you got some jalapenos. Throw those in there as well, right? Maybe one jalapenos, depending on your heat level. Then you got some white onions. Throw that in there, probably like about a half a half an onion, just dice them nice. Fresh is always better. So get some lime juice, some juice, little salt, a little bit of pepper. Now your pico de gallo's done. You got some tortillas, right? Put that in a pan right here, right? I'm going to add a little bit of cheese. You could get, you know, some cheddar and some uh, Monterey Jack, right? But you want to make sure you layer them in there, right? You don't want to just drop it on top of your nachos because Then you're just gonna get this big glob. I'm gonna throw it in my nice little smoker here, but you can use your oven. That's what you're looking for, some nice melted cheese. So you got some nice sliced brisket. So the front part of the brisket is the lean part of the brisket. The back part of the brisket is more fatty, more juicy. So depending on your preference, just get that chopped up. And if you like big chunks, If you like small chunks, it's up to you. We're gonna throw that right down on the top of the uh, melted cheese, right? Now you have your pickled onions. Woo! Now you add your little bit of pico de gallo. Woo! Yes, yes. So after you put your nice little pickled jalapenos, you got your lime, cilantro, sour cream. Woo! Look at that. And then if you want to touch it up a notch with cheese, you can always use some uh, liquid, or uh, I like to call it liquid cheese, but it's just a uh, liquid cheddar sauce. And it would not be official without your favorite barbecue sauce. Woo! Yeah, and these are Build The Grills Nachos. <laughs> I hope you have a nice grilling experience and use this recipe and I'll catch y'all later.
3: Oh, I wish we had something to Oh so yeah. But you're going to need, like, three or four napkins. <laughs> <you>. <laughs> yes. Phil the Grill, thank you, sir. And by the way, Phil is also sharing his recipe for brisket. Uh, he's sharing it, so you can head to today.com slash food to get it. We'll be right back.
0: I'm hungry. <laughs> Well that just about does it for us this morning tomorrow on the 3rd hour of today what's hot in swimsuits this summer
1: by the way watch today anytime over our streaming channel today all day you can even catch our full broadcast
2: starting at 2 p.m. Eastern every weekday just head to the today all day streaming channel or Peacock on your smart TV.
3: We will see you back here tomorrow, but for now have a great Memorial Day.